Welcome to the When Wit Happens podcast. This is a podcast that helps you find ways to celebrate and live your best life even when stuff happens. Now, here's your host, Wit West. So welcome back to When Wit Happens. And today I have a guest joining me to have a very special episode of the podcast to discuss this last season of Insecure. So I'm going to go ahead and let my guest introduce herself before we get started talking about season three. I am Latoya J, and I am just a lover of insecure, lover of all things ratchet about <laughs> Issa Rae in general. <laughs> I'm just a huge fan of the show. Right. And I don't know. I don't know. I can just relate to all of the characters on so many different levels. So yeah, that's me. So yeah, we're we're forever discussing this like on Facebook after the episodes. So I think we really started talking after like episode six or something about something. We were just like, oh yeah, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about that. Oh, was it after the ghosting episode? Yeah. So we just decided that we would go ahead and record this overall review of the season and talk about some of the topics for you guys. So I think we should just start general about the season. And so, like, what our thoughts were on the season. So, personally, I liked the season. However, it was slow a little bit. And I I kind of could have used the cliffhanger in the finale. Like, I could have used something more. But I do understand, especially when you watch the wind down after, that this season really was a transitional season. And I know... People hate these types of seasons on shows, but I feel like if you want the show to continue and not be like essentially jump the shark, as they say, and not be just crazy all the time and like overdramatic all the time, you have to have these seasons that build the characters like into another depth and give them other entry points to each other. Just like, you know, Issa and Lawrence were dating. Now you have to build their friendship, but they're also dating other people, which expands and you have to relate the friends to each other in different ways and bring in conflict and things like that. And that is not as exciting (laughs) per se as some of the other things that popped off on the other seasons. So I can understand it, but it's, it's necessary and it was still good. It was very good. I, I like that you see the growth. In each character, you can actually see them thinking a lot in this episode or in this season in general. Mm-hmm. Um, from Tiffany and, and Kelly to Issa and, of course, my bae, Jay Ellis. <laughs> you Lawrence Hive. I can't say I'm Lawrence Hive. You just love Jay looking at him. I, 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 yeah, I like looking at him. But, you know, there are times where I'm just like, God. Damn it, Lawrence. Damn, why just can't, just, you just can't get right. But then you look at Issa and she just can't get right either. So it's like, uh, you know, know. when you say that, that's another thing that like happened in this season. Like I felt like in the previous seasons, cause we just came in at the end of their relationship and the end of stuff is generally not, you don't see how people relate because it's all bad and it's Mm -hmm. going downhill. Like I feel like as now we can see a little more why they liked each other and how they got along and how they related, like on the nerd stuff for her birthday. Like they just, they click. 
Yeah, and they do. And I don't think their friends got to see that side of them together either. Yeah, Although no. they were together and their friends knew them to be together, I don't think they ever got to see that interaction as to why or what made them East and Lawrence the mm-hmm. couple. And that's what, what made that episode so dynamic is that you got to see that little side of it. But did you notice how the roles have reversed tremendously? In season one, you heard a lot about how Issa supported uh, Lawrence in his career and how, you know, Lawrence wasn't ain't shit nigga. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't have his shit together. But now, look who doesn't have their shit together. And look who's supporting who. You know, he gave her information about the business thing, the, the business seminar. He, and he even offered to help her in whatever way he could to help her and support her business. And I thought that was pretty cool. I do appreciate that. I do. But I feel like this is a tale as old as time. And it's, I'm glad it wasn't like emphasized, but it's there that, you know, can wait in the exhale. Even if you look at acrimony, like she was working that job that she hated for so long because she had to, she didn't have the room in her twenties to explore and figure out what she liked because she had to pay the bills because Lawrence got to sit around and figure out what he liked and build his career eventually while she's just sitting stagnant. And then in the end they break up, although it was her fault in this end. So that was the different kind of catalyst for the breakup. You know, other times they just get successful and just, you know, leave the wife. Um, But she didn't have an opportunity to really find out who she was in her twenties. And I guess that's kind of like, Season three, everybody's coming into their 30s. So it's, a, I guess, a little transition in that point, too, where you're moving away from the the youth and the unknown of your 20s into, like, your quote-unquote adult self, because I'm not grown yet in my 30s. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, in this season. So I respect him for being able to come back in and have that friendship level with her. But dang, like, she couldn't explore herself because she was supporting him. Yeah, that was true. She was supporting him, but at the same time, in supporting him, I don't think she realized she didn't have as, her shit together as much as she thought she did either. Right. And that showed what her messed up credit score, that mm-hmm. she couldn't get, on, you know, get out on her own, that she didn't have a savings set up for herself. You mm-hmm. know, at the beginning, on Daniel's share, she opens up the season on Daniel's share. Can we just go to that episode, that very first episode? And I think it might be the first three episodes, the ones that have Daniel in them. Yeah. Daniel is her fallback, her security blanket, mm-hmm. per se. And I applaud him for that because after that first time, it would have <laughs> been a no for me, dog. Not, that's a no for me. I think he really loves her, though. I, I think he does. And versus him saying that, he just sort of lets it ride. And, you know, he lets her do her thing. He tries his damnness to do his own. But she can't stand to see him do his thing. But he tries to let her have her space. If and they would just communicate, both of yeah. them. Yep. But here's the thing, too, is Daniel told her she didn't have her shit together. Like, she didn't take herself serious. When they had a little blow up, I don't know where, if it, I can't remember if it was in a restaurant or... Yeah, it was in a restaurant. 
Yeah. It was real trifling how he did that, though. Yeah. He had a little blow up on her. Like, you don't take your shit serious. But my thing is, like, and that is all a part of their bad communication, which is why I would love to see them together because he is so fine and I just want to see more of him. But they have so much history that they can dig a little too deep with each other because they haven't formed the relationship to have boundaries with that deep dig information because she dug in on him the last fight they had and said oh you were just an itch i needed to scratch hurdle Mm -hmm. i mean he said this to her but it's all built on something else that was because she couldn't say you know she shouldn't have done that and she wants to make it work with her boyfriend instead she dug at him he couldn't say i don't want you to leave my house i want you to be here with me so her leaving was what was making him mad and so he dug in on her so they didn't have like proper channels of communication to go with the passion just of their relationship exactly and that's i think that that just says a whole lot that they do have feelings there for each other like she supported his career yeah let me go out with you to the club i'll go with you Mm -hmm. you know and um she was trying to help him navigate the relationship with the other producer and tell him you know how to sort of handle the situation and he still went and did what he wanted to do right. with that, you know, but she was there trying to support the whole situation with him, which I thought was, it was pretty sweet of selfish as Issa, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because she made him basically stop bringing girls to the crib so she wouldn't feel so bad. But I'll be honest, I would have felt the type of way too, knowing what kind of work they were getting. Yeah. And I'm in there on the chair. Like, I used to get that work. Right. It's like one thing where y'all used to be friends and cool, y'all not no more, but you for real just going to be loud as heck. Like, for real, for real. Like, even as just roommates meant for real. Right. Like, y'all hadn't before. You really just going to have her screaming and hollering. But, you know, I mean, he did that on purpose too because, oh, girl, little 20 something, whatever, whoever she was, was not checking for him like that. He wants to make it seem like that was really bait, and she was not. Don't you got some other girl to go to? Like, you know, that's like real low. Like, dang, you ain't got nobody else to see. Can you? Can you not be in my place every night? Right. She was not for it. And the sister, his sister, took a dig at him too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did his niece look so much like him though? <laughs> they probably related for real. Like that little girl looked too much like him. I'll be honest, he doesn't do it for me though. Really? It's something with that mouth. I don't you know. know. At, at first, I could go with that, but something about the chocolate, it's the belly re- shooting of that first sex scene they had that just stuck in your mind, you know, with that blue light on dark skin in the in the dark. I mean, he all right until it's something with the mouth. Like, my favorite to look at I, is Nathan. And I'm not even usually about the um, light brights. I love me a chocolate brother. Howsome ever. My weakness happens to be Michael Ely. And he gives me those Ely vibes. And I just, I, I don't know what to do with myself at that he point. He can be his little brother. Yes, yeah. They cousin. Some. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my little brother. Mm. He's my little brother or something, you know. He could be. Now, let's talk about Nathan for a second. Okay. Nathan is too much of a mystery for me. Like... He seems like a good guy and he could sort of help bring Issa out of her shell in a sense. 
like he can push her to sort of discover herself mm-hmm. because he makes her try new things or challenges her in, in that sense. But there's too much of a mystery around him. Like he doesn't share enough of himself for me. Yeah, not he definitely not yet. However, I do think he is a necessary part of her transition right now because like you say, he does pull those things out of her that she's never been that honest with anybody. Mm-mm. Like even her friends, she won't even like get that real with, not even Molly. Like she was just pure herself with him. And I think that's what let her, you know, quit the job and do other things because she realized she just wasn't being herself, which is also what I think allowed her to call Molly out and not about not being who she is. Yeah. Molly. So I think he is great in that aspect, but I don't think that type of unearthing is good for her permanently. Yeah, because this is happening pretty quick. And the fact that she pulled that little stunt where she went over and played Inspector Gadget. Bake. Oh, oh. I mean, we've all been ghosted. Let's be real. Stop. Let's, first of all, let's address that. Let's stop this foolishness. At this point, we're all adults. Okay, there's different levels to this. If you just hung out with somebody one time, you know, and there's no expectation for communication and you disappear, you can't really say that you're not interested anymore and that let that be, but that's not really ghosting. It's usually, it's when you have like, have been having communication and seeing this person and then they just drop off the grid. Right. That is really trifling. And people need to just stop doing you start that. Start bonding a little bit. You, you yeah, know. You- you know a little something about me. I'm being ghosted right goddamn now, to be honest. <laughs> I sure as hell am. I got blocked on everything. Nigga even blocked me on Apple Music. You got to be oh. so special for a motherfucker to block you on Apple Music. Girl, you and they always me. come back. No, no. You know why I ain't going to come back? Because I blocked his ass, too. Oh, on yeah. That he didn't block me on. I blocked That's him good. on That's that. That's good. So, That's good. Yeah, you do have to block them back. But yeah, yeah so... Like, yeah, we got to stop this because it, it yeah. really does drive you crazy. I think woman or man, even as the guy who plays Nathan, you know, he even said, admitted he's had those moments where, you know, he's been ghosted and, you know, he was all on the social media seeing if somebody posted or if they doing this, if they alive, like, <laughs> did you die? You know, right. you think through all these things, like, you know, what did I do? What's going on? Like, is there some emergency? But, you know, we adults, we should be able to communicate through an emergency, even exactly. just to say there's an emergency. I um, think people just have a problem with being honest with one another. And just first off, is a sign of narcissistic behavior. Number two, mm-hmm. I mean, because it's, it's really a control thing. Like, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just not talk to you anymore and not tell you why. Just open up. You, really, you don't have to tell. You don't owe anyone an explanation. Yeah. But you know, just out of common fucking courtesy, be a human. Yeah. Just say, I don't like you. You're not going to work for me and I'm going to keep it moving. And But people don't want to have those conversations though. People don't talk about the things they should talk about in relationships and dating and stuff like that. So when it comes to like actually having a real discussion, they're not going to have that. Like I've had so many guys be like, well, I didn't want to be the bad guy. Well, you were the bad guy when you, you go made yourself even worse. He could have been so much better because at least I know that it's over. Not 
speculating and guessing. Now you're like the trifling fuckboy, like for real. Exactly. You've made yourself look worse. It just doesn't happen in relationships. It happens in friendships too. You're right. And miscommunications happen and just non-communications. But look at, all right, back to Insecure. Look at how Tiffany and Kelly have that, that issue of unspoken expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, well, why didn't you ask me or ask us to plan your baby shower? You know, what is that about? Yeah. You know, I understand the, there's groups of friends within groups of friends. You know, we're both in a sorority. We're in the same sorority, by the way. And, yeah. you know, with your line sisters, them your line sisters, but, you know, them your line sisters, right? They, you know, the ones you closer right. to. You know, like, so it's groups of friends within groups of friends. And we know Issa and Molly and then Tiffany and Kelly are, you know, the subsets. But, like, for Kelly, that, like, really hurt, especially when she was like, oh, you don't have kids. Like, wow. Like, you couldn't say, like, you couldn't mention this. Like, you couldn't say nothing to her. Like, you really got her out here feeling away. Right. And, like, these things, like you said, they're unspoken. But, like, you know, that's probably something that, Tiffany felt like, oh, I don't want to say that. And, you know, she don't want to be the bad guy. But no, man, like, we, you got to be the bad guy. So you got to say something. Say something. And Kelly felt like, oh, I'm losing my best friend. Yep. To a baby. So now you're holding animosity toward a baby. She said, that baby hate me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that really isn't the person you... You should be handed, holding animosity toward. You should be holding animosity toward Tiffany because Tiffany is the one that's pulling back and shutting you out. Yeah. So although your, your circles of friends change all the time because of, you know, life and you just can't relate to that person anymore, it happens. But also some communication, depending on how close you are to that person, that communication is going to happen. Like, look, yeah i don't talk to you as much anymore but look you know i still love you if you need anything from me or you know i don't want you to feel this type of way that i just you know i'm having a baby so i don't think you're gonna be able to relate to me anymore and i don't think you know i can run with you i'm it's gonna be different for me i gotta be a mom i gotta do mom shit now you know what i'm saying so i'm in a whole different life cycle whereas you're still single and free. I got to be a wife and a mom. Yeah. And, you know, I think especially for this instance, it's like it's, that was a real adult conversation. Of like when your friendships change and when, you know, the elements of them change. But, you know, I just think that Tiffany is the overall weakest link of the friend group. People try to talk shit about Molly all the time. And I just I, I'm not here for it. I like Molly. She just has a whole lot of expectations she needs to work through but tiffany you see how kelly can interact with isa and molly and the three of them were perfectly fine out for isa's birthday right i mean i don't see tiffany with isa and molly Molly hanging out or with you know one of them and kel i just that doesn't mesh for i don't see that happening and plus it's okay to have you know different friend groups but my best friends, which is what, you know, we position Isla, the four of them as a group of best friends. You're not going to have a whole nother set of friends that I don't know exist. 
Mm-hmm. They might not be my homies, but I know that they exist. They walked into that party thinking that they were helping put together. And there was yeah. a whole other group of friends there that they had no clue existed on earth. Exactly. Because she never brings them up. Ever. She never brings them up. So that just put them in a predicament like, oh, so you on some shady shit. Like, what is this about? Yeah. Like, who are these people? Like. And they're looking, the other friends looking at them like, who the fuck are y'all? Who are y'all? So it's like, Tiffany, dang, like, what is going on? And you know what didn't get brought up? You know, the fact that she was out here cheating and they had so much trouble getting pregnant and then she was cheating and then she was suddenly pregnant. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, maybe they just gonna let that storyline pass. But like, if it comes out that that baby is not her husband's, who is she going to fall on? Because that other group of bougie chicks is not going to take her in. No, you know she's going to come back to Kelly. She well, Kelly is the baby's godparent. Um, right. so she's going to have to be all up on in Issa and them face because they're the ones who going to ride for her. They're her whole friends. <laughs> right, they're, they're going to ride for her regardless, you know. Because all of them, all of them are loose. Kelly... All of her holes were, she said, all her holes was in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah so, they, they was coming back. But I just think, because Tiffany hasn't had her her moment. And I feel like it's going to be around her identity as a wife and mother. And it's, that's what's going to unearth her. We Molly has clearly broken down with work and her relationships. Issa is, ain't never been up. Issa always breaking down. And we finally got that part of Kelly when she was so hurt about the friendship. And, you know, all of that. So I think that something has to happen with Tiffany. Yeah, this may be it. The transition into motherhood. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be her thing. Let's hold on. Let's Molly's little breakdown. Yeah. That whole thing at the baby shower. Was it the baby shower where she ran into Drew's wife? Yeah, that was at the baby shower. Oh my God. Awkward. And then oh. say a word. And then with Dre. I mean, Dro didn't say anything. He had an attitude. What? How are you going to have an attitude with me? He's trifling. He is so trifling. Immediately. He's another one that I have a hard time looking at. I like to look at him because he's tall. But he looks like a black version of Herman Monster to me. Oh, you know, I can't. But he don't do it for me. It's he something around the mouth. He doesn't mouse, do it for me. Mouse would throw me off. It's something around that mouth. That throws me off. I don't know what it is, but he's hella tall because he's he's taller yeah. than Jay Ellis, and Jay Ellis is like what six four. Yeah, Joe's really really tall. So he's really really tall, and um, it's something with that mouth that's just hella awkward. And the fact that he got uh, in real life, the real old girl Tasha from the banker from previous seasons, pregnant in real life. Now you know I heard that was fake news. I don't know. Because, you know, they came back and said something. But, you know, I, I didn't get confirmed if it was fake, fake news or they were just denying it. I don't know. I, the last I heard, it was real. So, I don't know. But if that's the truth, then, baby, he just looked real bad. <laughs> he looked real, real bad. But I don't know. I just It's something about him, though, just in general. He's, he screams fuckboy. Oh, um, it makes me question his wife completely as to why y'all even bother getting married because if you got time for molly at what point do you have time for me because you got way too much time for molly 
Yeah, he overstepped that bound. And I feel like if you're gonna have an open relationship, okay, but there gotta be some like rules and stuff around this stuff. You can't be messing with your best friend, like who you got real like this emotions for that's not like that. No. Like that don't work. At all. That's not I'm how this situation sort of fell back from that though, because that was really just a mess. Oh. A mess. Molly's a mess. And then she over she overdoes it at work. I don't know. I got a whole lot of secondhand embarrassment with her at the new firm. Like my old firm, there's my I mean, some stuff we know when we go to new jobs when we're looking at them like y'all for real sending this like she said, the sending these papers over by courier, DocuSign, you know, cost you the right. same amount as you paying in human capital for somebody to possibly lose this stuff in transit. Exactly. So yeah, I understand some of that stuff, but otherwise she was just Girl, oh, sit down and understand the dynamics first instead of like jumping head in. And I'm like, if this is how she was acting at her old firm, like, was it really the politics of the old firm or just how you move? Yeah. I think it was a lot of her. I think it was a lot of her. And I think it was a little both. Well, yeah. I think it was a little both. And for her, you know, it was no growth potential for her because of the situation of her being a black woman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we see that now in the workplace. And then you go to an all-black firm, and now you are you feel like you got to prove yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, where do I fit? So you're trying to find your way. You're trying to make waves. But I don't know why you feel like you have to compete when you don't have to. You know what I mean? If it were me, as long as my check came, and I'm new here. I'm going to chill. Right. At least for a good hmm, three, four months, I'm going to chill, figure it out, figure out everybody, see how everybody moves, and then I'll try to make waves. I'm not trying to be the superhero coming out here like I can save everything and trying to be the superstar of the firm. No, I'm new here. Let me let me figure this out. Let me right. learn. You don't even know who you can align with, and you just going off a couple little feelings about – Torian from like one meeting and he not as trifling as you really think he wants some loyalty in the situation like dang girl he told you like not even in a crazy way like you know he the lead on this case like I just want to see what you did before we presented it It could have like come off the same way because it's still your stuff and yeah he does overstep but you found it I mean and like Issa said like what you gonna be a partner like by yourself and don't nobody like you? And that's the problem. I think her work life mirrors her personal life, her dating life, because she oversteps the boundaries. She immediately thought, okay, case the point. She immediately thought, versus asking, oh boy, was that his boyfriend? Immediately thought yeah. it was Yeah. Jumped to it. You know, they mentioned several times about her intuition and it is completely off. And, you know, it's funny because you you go back all the way to the first season, like her thoughts about her parents' marriage and how that made her decide what she wanted. And now her thoughts about, you know, other people and her relationships and work. And it's just all like, girl, you got messed up thoughts and you need to realize that everything is not what you thought it was. And you can't be mad at people because of their lives. Right. Live and let live. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said shit about you in the row other mm-hmm. than Issa. But 
For real, nobody says shit about you and messy ass dro. And you knew that was dead ass wrong. Just all type of wrong. All types of wrong. And and you were okay with it. And that was the whole thing. She's okay with what works for her at the moment. But when someone else does it, they did wrong. Yeah, she can't see her own stuff. Like she absolutely cannot. Yep, that's Molly. Like she talked about that boy stuff but when he brought up joe the same stuff y'all was joking about you want to get mad and childish and walk out the restaurant and leave that man there right i said ain't this about something she lucky he listened to her and answered the phone she is lucky that that man had time for her you know what i'm saying he over here looking like a young mr miyagi (laughs) over here okay you know what i'm saying and she playing games now it could have been that you know the stereotypes about asian men and you getting that kind of work from dro <laughs> and everybody else and then you over at you about to play in the dip your, your toe over in the asian pond now i i don't know i'll have a few thoughts about that but he, he was just out the gate nice yeah, so you know, I think he he was cool, and he like, he you know, I think some of this plays into insecure, going a lot on what they see on social media, and you know, like the hot thing this summer was people found Issa's book from however long ago, and she was saying, you know, as a joke, you know, maybe black women and Asian men should get together because you know, in terms of men the Asian men are the least wanted and the black women are the oh, least yeah. wanted. So let's get together. And it's so funny that they brought Molly, right an Asian dude. I love Out of all people. I Molly. loved it. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was funny that they would choose out of all the characters, the characters, Molly. But it's because she has this so strong vision of herself, like at work and personal everywhere that it has to be broken up. Like it's being broken up at work because you know, the whole black thing and they're abandoning ship. Like she could fall flat on her face. Like next season mm-hmm. would work. This relationship thing, she had this vision and then she thought she could handle stuff with Joe and she obviously could not. But now she thought she was going to see herself with a black man, but this Asian man might be what does it for her. I know I posted about it on Facebook. Are you watching that um, new show, New Amsterdam? No, I haven't. Okay, so it's a character on there that's a male, black guy, and I think he's like the male version of Molly. So watch it if you do have time. But like, he's so stuck in the vision of what his life is supposed to be. And I was like, that's that's boy Molly. But yeah, she's just so stuck in the vision of what her life is supposed to be that she just can't move any differently hell she stopped talking to her parents because she found out her daddy cheated on her mama her mama's sitting right there perfectly fine they don't reconcile and you mad for something to happen probably before you was born that's the way of life everybody's taking back people so molly molly she ain't said nothing about i mean and that's around the time she was messing with somebody's husband though. and that's what that's what started remember he the one who ran off she was there, she was on a date with that dude and, you know, Joe ran off trying to see about her when she acted a doggone fool at their party. Craziness. Oh, and let's not forget the, the whole thing where she uh, told Nathan, don't fuck oh. up. Oh. 
oh, I have so many feelings about that. Like, I think in the moment, that was the correct thing to do because, you know, Issa has been toiling about Nathan being gone for weeks, acting a fool that made you go over this man's house, about to essentially broke into his room, all this craziness. And you know it's her birthday, and she has said she wants it to be drama-free. So in that vein, yes, don't let him come up and approach her right before y'all about to go out and try to celebrate. However, don't bring it up like you Captain Save-A-Hole. You need to say, by the way, your boy reappeared. This is what happened. I wanted to wait until the end of your birthday so that you could purely enjoy yourself and your day. But here's what happened. Not like you don't need him. I made the decision for you. That's not how this works. Yeah. And what I would have done, like we all do that where we try to protect our friends from somebody. But what I would have done was you at least have to give them that, that choice and that option. Yeah. And what I would have done was said, look, we'll be back at such and such time. If you want to, you can come back at that time. Right. Yeah. Say that to him. Yeah. Right now is a no. Come back at such and such time. You're free to talk to her then. But right, right now, it's her, like it's her birthday, and you know that. I'm sure you understand what she's been going through. Exactly. And your ass ain't been here all this long time. Nah, bro. Come back at nine o'clock. We be back. Right. That would have been totally okay yeah. because at least you're you're giving him a chance to say, okay, I can respect that. I don't want to mess her birthday up. And you're not totally running him away and totally making a decision for her not to even mm-hmm. talk to him at all. But she just made the decision, like, no. Yeah, like, like it was her life. Yeah, exactly. You don't do that for people. You can't make the decision for anybody. My question was, where was Daniel? Where was Daniel? I wanted Daniel to come out of the blue and be like, hey, East. Nah, Happy we, birthday, we needed Daniel to 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 fade and to fade into the background for a little bit. Like, no, that's we, his boo on the low. He's not gonna stray too far from her. No, he he really he not. loves her, but I think he know he messed up. He he really know he messed up with her too. Like how he went off on her. Like she she wouldn't even let him go down on her. Like at the end, she she was just like, you know, nah. this ain't right. Like at that point. After you talked stuff about her, you, yeah. she wouldn't touch you, and Molly gave you the ill death stare. Ooh, you know you're gonna have to do some. You're gonna have to sweater if you wanna. Yeah, yeah. When you get a little feelings, you turn down good head. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. You will turn that down, like yeah. Blah, blah. She was just like, you know, uh, not yeah. really into this. No, you don't mess me up. Yep. You can try, but nah, not Mm -hmm. working. After she had been fantasizing about it, okay? Yeah. Like, and she was like, you know, nah. I really think that she's growing and she's really coming into her own. I like that about Mm -hmm. her this season. When Lawrence's daddy came. Ooh. uh, Oh my God. When he kicked game to Lawrence, like, look, y'all just walk away too quick. And Lawrence had that stare, like, he, like he said, y'all not trying to put in work. Relationships take work. Yep. And Lawrence realized 
hmm. He had that stare like, damn. And now all of a sudden you can show up and give Issa some. To me, that was a little effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that that is it. When he saw Issa, his eyes, his eyes have lit up like every time he sees her. And although he says out of his mouth, they done, done. He mm-hmm. still loves that girl. And I think it's just like a combination of of stuff that's like getting to him. And it's always other people's words like, oh, you can take her back, you know, after you she took you back after you cheated. And then it was what her, his dad said. But, you know, like when she kind of lost hope on her little dream, you can yeah. see in his face that he was just like, oh, is she not willing to work on stuff like? man like she's been working for you the same time but that's the whole thing was remember she gave him that whole spill when he failed at his business and they had that big falling out and she Mm. reminded him of that so i think that's why he looked at her like this the same chick that came at me about my my app failing i know she's not telling me this you know what i'm saying that i felt like that's the stare he gave her like bitch you you came at me (laughs) <laughs> about feeling and here it is you throwing away your little event because you can't get sponsors you know and so i felt like that was the the stare he gave her like bitch i know you're not not giving up after you came at me wrong that's <laughs> that's the look <laughs> but that's kind of like she, she like um don't be doing this too long if it's not working you need to get a job job <laughs> you know I mean, that's kind of where her mindset is, although she's going to work on it. But, like, I don't know if it's going to pan out because, you know, now your boy is dating her little mentor with the event. Right. That's going to be awkward as hell. And I don't I think that's going to just squash both relationships. Mm. Seriously, that shit's not going to work at all. First off, that's Tiffany's friend. Yep. That that keeps old boy in y'all relationship. Um, her husband, he yeah. always in your relationship. Yep, that's Tiffany's friend. So Issa's gonna feel some type of way because she gonna want to know what Tiffany knows about Lawrence and old girl. Mm-hmm. And then Lawrence is gonna feel some type of way, like, well, damn. First off, they met in church, which is really just weird. <laughs> it's like. Like, I don't know. That whole thing was crazy. How did y'all meet in church but didn't meet at the baby shower? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Wait, is that the girl he met at church? I thought it was a girl they met at church. Or was I don't it? Oh, it might have been a different girl. girl that might have been a did he meet a girl at the baby shower too? I don't think he met her at the baby shower. I think he met her at church, but I can't I can't remember. But they both look alike, if you ask me. Both Are you sh- oh okay, because when he went up to the they were looking at the pictures on the wall, right? Like of Tiffany and the different, like Beyonce and Cardi uh-huh. B and stuff. And it was some girl who said something and he looked at her. I'm going to have to go back and look because I think it was a girl he interacted with at that moment. And I think that might've been her because he kind of blew off the church girl, but before she even, I don't know. Cause it's, it's just too complicated. We didn't go deep into the Lawrence of it of like what he was doing on the background so it's kind of hard to tell i just need to go back and look at the girls yeah i need to i need to see about that but i really do like that his his dad came in and spit game real quick Mm -hmm. i think lawrence's ego is is at play and we all know how ego is it's like ego will kill any relationship in general 
Like, if half of what we did, just half of what we even thought could happen if we just didn't operate out of our ego. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we talk ourselves out of so much shit because of our ego. Oh, I ain't taking him back. <laughs> you right. Yeah, what would other people think? Like, all into that. Exactly. Meanwhile, they living their best life with the person that fucked them over ten times over, but you ain't, they haven't said anything. And you just don't know about it, okay? Yeah. Haven't said a word to you about it, but they in love, living their best life. <laughs> while you over here moping, mm-hmm. hurting, hurting everything else. And we operate out of ego every time. Think about how many times you've said something to somebody else out of pride because your feelings were hurt and you just said it just to get back and be mad. And I think that's what, you know, what Lawrence is doing. He just, he wants to be with Issa, but because crazy boy who his wife took him back, yeah, Chad, his wife took his crazy ass back, you know, because of Chad, he's not going to go back. He's not going to take Issa back because nah, we done, done. We can't da, 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 da. So, but his dad came in as the voice of reason and he's sort of looking like, yeah, you know, I sort of put in work with Issa. I'm sort of, how much work am I willing to put into mm-hmm. when she, she did put in work with me. Yep. So am I willing to go back to that? Am I willing? And I think that's probably some, some kind of thought he's probably rolling in his head at this point and he's and that's probably why he's looking at her like i definitely think so because i think it wasn't when he was talking to chad what is tiffany's husband's name i cannot think of it i never know his name but when he was talking to him i believe because you know when he had called him daddy or whatever yeah but he mentioned to him like like you know i talked to Issa, and you know she was just it was different like in that moment, you were like, oh, he's he's feeling it. Like, he's feeling yeah. it again. Yep. And I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon, regardless of Nathan being in the picture or this this other lady being in the picture. My other thing is, too, what did uh, Tiffany's husband tell them that Tiffany cheated? I can't remember that. The three of them were watching that show that they watched last season, and... Oh, they were just hanging out because the girls were supposed to be watching it. But he thought that Tiffany was with the girls, but she texted them like, oh, not feeling well at just, just going to be at home with my husband or whatever. And so in those, each group was having a conversation. They were like, what a, what a F Tiffany at? Probably with her other man. And then the group of them were talking about the show and, and then they were talking about relationships and he mentioned like yeah my wife had a friend at work but I shut that down but at the same time she wasn't where she said she was right so it's like he was telling them about the cheating and at the same time you backtrack she bowed out cheating right now but I'm saying did he ever come back and tell his boys no no no, he told them that's when he told them the ladies were supposed to be hanging out and so the guys were hanging out, and he told them that, yes, she, he had to go step to the dude that she was messing with, talking to. So that's my thing. Is like, And knowing that, do you think Lawrence would take Issa back? And I think that's, like you said, you liked his father coming back. I think he needs to have real – Lawrence don't have no friend, friends except for 
Tiffany's husband because nobody's giving him real life man advice. Chad is not anybody that anybody should, should take advice from ever. Chad um, shouldn't even take advice from his damn self. <laughs> Chad is not the one. So if he's listening to Chad, you're not going to get any good advice. If you listen to Dro, you're not going to get any good advice. The only one is, oh boy, but he's not even around that much. They about to have a baby. But right. he's the only one who ever gives any type of solid advice about anything. And who knows how long he's going to be around because we might be about to find out that he ain't the baby daddy. Hello, somebody. Okay. Hello, somebody. But I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm still just sort of pulling for... Um, you want them to get back together? I do. I, I do. Would, I like them together. I don't know if I want to see them together. I feel like that would be a series finale type thing. Like, well, she has a, a ending in mind already. So. I'm sure. Like, I would think that would be, let that be a series finale with the option for like a movie, Sex in the City. It okay? Like, let's come up with. A legendary thing you know like okay ending oh now i can't people gonna be like well i want to know what happened to their relationship they end up blah 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 they have kids like the scene okay enter movie (laughs) however many years later you know and make that money there i think they should you know make it a good little franchise yes like where would the story really go if they like got back together because if they got back together they gonna get married i feel like so it's like does that work in this story? I mean, obviously it's going to change, but like, ah. I mean, it's going to change the whole dynamic. Yeah. Like seriously change it, especially for that character. It changes like everything. Like if you think about sex in the city, like, yeah, you can marry off Miranda or you can marry off Charlotte, but like marrying off Carrie, that would have changed so much i mean it didn't happen to the movie and that was the drama of the movie you know you know her getting with big that was the final end of that but like and then samantha getting so close it's just like ah that would have changed so much that i don't think it would have been sustainable for the show it made good movies though well good movie i'll give it one and a half you know it did i mean i like them together and i'm curious to see where this whole thing with nathan goes so I'm curious to see who Nathan is because the dude got into a fight and he gave her a $50 tip after he got into this fight. So mm-hmm. I was with that. I'm, I'm all for tipping. Yeah, this yeah I'm, I'm, I was all about that. Thank you for being <laughs> a gentleman and ruining, after you ruined my night, thank you for just continuing to give me the $50. I mean, but it, you know, it was for her honor though. She said, do not do that in my car and old boy. Yeah. So, I mean, he got all the points for, you know, he, he did the right thing. He did. He was Southern. Southern. Yes, he was Southern. Okay. And he really from Houston and he woke Bay in real life. I could just. Mm. Is he? Mm. See, I haven't did my, my oh, research. Oh, girl, he is so woke. He's woke. Except for his, you know, in some of the interviews, he, he has to, his communication sucks sometimes in relationships and I'm not for that, but we can work on that because he is so fine. His voice is deep. <laughs> it's deep because he's from Houston, from real. You know, like, oof, I love a deep, I, it's not even deep, deep. It's like a rumble. Girl, I love it. 
we can work on that communication, but what do you need from me? Do you need me to double text you? Okay, I can double text you to make sure you reply back. Because, okay. yes. I don't know. Okay, so out of all of the men of Insecure. Nathan is running up number one for me. Then I'm going to give you, oh, uh, I mean, I'm stuck, but my next is between Lawrence and Daniel. Okay. Okay, I think I'm, Lawrence is going to tip it for me. I don't know why. If you had asked me this yesterday, this not, that wouldn't have been the case. But on today, on this day of the Lord, I'm going to put Lawrence before Daniel. And then... Okay. I, I just, I don't know. We're going to go, are we just going off looks or like character? They're, they're yours. This is all yours. Okay. All I'm, just, you. I'm just going off pure looks. So Nathan. Be as shallow as you want. Lawrence, Daniel, Chad, Dro, Tiffany's husband. Is that is that all of them? I'm missing somebody. Uh, you forgot the the Asian Jews. Oh, he goes, ooh. Oh, he's writing the Lawrence, Nathan, I mean, Lawrence, Daniel, trifecta. Like, he's he's in there. He, he hot. He hot. Like, I don't know if he fine, but he hot. You know, there's that difference. <laughs> I gotta see him a little more, but he, you know, he was giving me life where I, where I saw him. Like, I thought he was cute at Coachella, but, like, it was more after Coachella that I was, like, getting, like, ooh, vibes from him. I got to see a little more of him before I decide if he fine, fine. But, yeah. Mm. I would get with an Asian boy that looked like him. A hundred. Yeah, he's all right. A hundred. young Mr. Miyagi. I cannot deal with you. But, yeah, like, if I were to date an Asian, Asian guy, he would, he would look like him. Yeah, right. He's all right. A male Mulan. I'm okay with it. For me, it's going to always be Jay Ellis. Let me tell you why it's going to always be Jay Ellis. Okay. Because, was it last year? He went on and liked my picture on my Instagram after oh. we made some little lewd comment on his page. Ooh. When I tell you, I, like, was going to slide in them DMs so quick. Then I realized I read an interview and he had a girlfriend. I was like, oh, I don't like to ruin happy homes. You know, I really don't. And he keeps his girlfriend pretty quiet. So, and they've been mm. together for a little while. So that hurt my feelings. But I still like him. You know, he's still fine to me. Nathan's my second. Definitely eye candy. I'm not sure how tall he is. You know, I like to climb trees. You are tall. And I think I'm you... I'm only five, eight and a half. Look, I think you're taller than that. But <laughs> I'm going to say that he's you're probably around the same height or you're probably a little taller than him. You're like, you're long. I'm five, eight and a half. Okay. So you say. Sometimes my neck look long. Okay. I give you five, nine is what I would have given you. Don't be halfing yourself down. I'm just telling you what my doctors told me. <laughs> 68 and a half inches. Lord have mercy. I was like, okay, I'm right. You know, my neck long some days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, I, when I ain't gaining the weight around it. <laughs> so it's okay. Um, so I got him as number two. So I got mm-hmm. Nathan, number two. Um, Daniel is the number three because of his body. Yeah, I kept. His body is sick. Did I... you see his V? Did you see his V? 
it is serious. And I definitely, that's in my mind, honestly, I was going from his body to Jay, Jay Ellis's face, like when I was making that decision. It is something about that V between him and Jay Ellis. Honestly. I will put you, I will spell every word with a letter V in front of it. <laughs> every letter. Every word would have the letter V in front of it. I cannot. Um, Chad is, uh, I don't know. He's I mean, okay. compared to the other ones, like, I mean, are you going to put Chad before Asian Bay though? No, I'll, that's what I was saying. Like, Chad, I'm sitting here oh. thinking, like, Asian Bay and Chad. I think Asian Bay would go up there before Chad. Yeah. If Asian Bay had a strong back, he's definitely going before Chad. Yeah. After Asian Bay, it's like a strong decline in, like, my attraction level. Yeah. Like, Asian Bay going to have to have a strong back for me. You understand? Like, you got to be able to lift for sister. You know. Everybody else look like they might be able to. Oh, this is about to be real stereotypical, but I feel like he might do some yoga or some Pilates and he got his core strength together. Like he does some type of, you know, capoeira, you know, some, some, yeah. Like he keeps his core together. Like I feel, I feel it in my spirit. He probably does. You know, he does have elongated looking muscles. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice and stretched. Exactly. Flexible because mine aren't. But, you know, I can be. Start going to Pilates like me, girl. I was doing bar. Oh, okay. And so I'm going to go back to doing bar, though, because I really like bar. You know, that really was a fun class for me. And I enjoyed it. I did. The first few times were a little touch and go. But after, after, you know, first few classes, I was all right. That's good. I was all right. I got put out of yoga. So, oh, my God. that's a story for another day child we got stories for days so you gotta mm-hmm. have me to come back on of course and we can um talk about some more stuff there's plenty to discuss you know i'm with the fuckery on <laughs> any any said day i'm here of course for you we're gonna have to come back and and give our predictions i know we talked about a little bit with tiffany's storyline for next season before it starts so we'll definitely do that i'm gonna have you back on to talk about your business so give me a second now to to tell people what your business is so they can go follow you and keep up with you in the meantime in the meantime you can follow me on i have two pages i have my personal page is Toya J from VA is Toya J-A-Y from VA. That's my personal page. And then my business page is Yank and Glow. Um, Yank and Glow is a natural herbal and tea and skin and all types of stuff. (laughs) All things things healthy products. I'm working on skin products as we speak. I'm going to go and whip up some makeup remover in just a few minutes because I'm heading to Carnival in the morning and I need makeup remover. Um, But all of the products will be released next month. I'll be sending you some so you can, um, you know, talk about what you like. Ooh, yeah. Um, I have herbal teas for just about everything. I have Yoni Steams. For women who need to get that yank back, you know what the yank is. You know, <laughs> you want to, yo, Yoni. You know, Yoni is the spiritual name for your JJ. 
Mm. So it's called a yoni yank. So we yanking, you know, you want your yoni to have that yank, you know, that yank fat. So like I said, I have herbal teas as well. I do custom blended teas for everything, colds, skin. Everyone loves the acne tea. Mm. Um, you can put it together with my, uh, my acne products. So all of that is going to be up. Well, the site is up now is yankandglow.com. You can go there. I have beard butter for the males. I'll have get off my jock itch cream up okay. there. If you got that little jock itch, I got some butt. And then I have stuff for moms as well. If you are a breastfeeder, if you have, you know, babies or have a baby on the way, I have stuff for you as well. So I have, have everything covered. Just, just hit me up. Again, yankandglow.com, yankandglow on Instagram, Facebook, and Toya J from VA on, on Instagram and Twitter. So follow me, or you can just, you know, stalk her page and <laughs> I'm up there somewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, 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 she is. So thank you so much for joining me to talk about Insecure. I'm going to post this, you know, on my page on Facebook, of course, with Happen 6. So you can join in on the discussion. Let us know what you think about the season and let us know what you think about our commentary and if you agree on some of our predictions for the next season. Yes. Also, if mm -hmm. you are a small business, I do support small businesses as well. So if you are a small business, be sure to follow me and tag me to your business page. I will share it on my page as well as my website. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, Thank girl. You. Support Black business. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to When Wit Happens. You can find Wit living her best life at withhappen6.com and at withhappen6 on social media. Subscribe and follow for updates. Until next time, keep living your best life.